In 2019, Lou Costa of Iron Mill partnered with Manlyhood on a blog campaign entitled Rise Up. We wrote weekly blog posts exploring manhood and calling men to step into more. We shot a handful of videos to go along with our posts, but we never used them. In June of 2021, Lou passed away unexpectedly. It was a shock to not only his biological family, but to his family that he built around him as well. After he died, I dug out the unused footage that we shot. It was raw, powerful, and I think it deserves to be a part of Lou's legacy. Someday, Lou's sons are going to Google his name, and I want them to be able to see his face, to hear his voice, and to see into his mind and his heart. These episodes are dedicated to my friend, Louis James Costa. for these uh, sessions, I guess we could call them, 12 weeks. This is uh, our second week of this, and I'm really pumped about what's been happening. I'm really excited to see a lot of the feedback that we've gotten from you guys, the, the things that you're sharing in, the, in the, the Facebook group. And if you're not in the Facebook group, it's called the Manlyhood Man Cave. Hop in there and share with us. If you're uh, anti-Facebook, that's fine. Turn one notification on your phone, Manlyhood Face, Manly There Cave. you go. Just <laughs> that one, so you can follow it. Or... <laughs> Turn the rest off. Or just shoot us an email because, you know, if you if the stuff we're saying, speaking to you, tell us. We've been, we're, we're loving the stuff that we're hearing from you guys. It's, it's been pretty positive. Thank it, you. Yeah, it really is. And it's and it's awesome to see you guys being challenged. And thank you for challenging us because we don't want to stay where we are either. We want to rise up. It's awesome. I don't really like it. <laughs> just kidding. So uh, let's talk about Bleeding Me, which is what, a line from uh, from Metallica, right? You better know that line. I, I love Metallica. I do love. I love me some Metallica. And not not I, they, the orchestra of Metallica. That it was right after. It was right after. People didn't like Load and Reload from Metallica. I happen to love them. I guess. I, yeah. I was never a diehard Metallica fan. I guess it's the same thing. You know, everybody has their thing. But uh, they did a live orchestra with Bleeding Me and um, I mean, there's a couple great songs off it. I can't think off the top of my head, but. So that version, when they have the big, you know, the big uh, drums going and the, you know, James just out there jamming, that song uh, is one that I've had on my playlist for a while. So I have this thing where I like to write, um, if I'm listening to a song, it's almost like a flow state mm -hmm. where I'll listen to the same song and, and just and, and just write to it or just run to it over and over and over. And it's just something that kind of, it was a motivational thing. So Yeah, I love the post that you wrote about this too, Luke, because you're, you're walking, you're just describing your run. That's it. Which would just be that. Except it's, it's me running, but it's totally revealing concepts and ideas, and, and like there's there's more to it than just running down the street. You know, you're there might facing be a, obstacles. Another layer to Lou besides just a. You're not just a meathead. <laughs> I'm not just a meathead, Jeff. <laughs> I'm trying to tell people that this whole life, no one listens. <laughs> but it really is just a meathead because it is just running, and it is like you said, the concept behind it is motivation, and it, it ties in nicely to. Uh, you know, your piece, uh, toxicity, toxicity, toxic, yeah. toxic. Yeah. Just talking about how we, uh, 
we will let our thoughts hold us back. Right. And, um, you know, we believe things that are not true and we hold on to them and they go deep, dude. Like this is, I, I, I remember sitting in on this session one time, uh, it was a therapy. I've been therapy. Nothing wrong with therapy. Yeah, we're doing it right now. But this was one of those therapies where, like, they really? totally. Care to share? <laughs> I, well, I want to talk to you about it. It's one of those, one of these things where they like, they did it so weird, you know? Like, um, have you ever seen Primal Therapy where they have people like screaming and like pounding on things to get the anger out of the way so that you could? I kind of love that. <laughs> you probably would. I felt like a fool, man. I'm like, ah! I'm like, no, no, yeah. that's enough of this. He's like, well, just tell. You know, like that? He gets his little ceramic baby doll. He's like, just tell baby Josh how you really feel. No, that's not so good. Then he hands me a baseball bat. And I'm like, this is you know, dumb. You know where this is going. You know what helped me, though? I sat down and I wrote it out. I wrote the letters I need to write. I wrote the thoughts. For me, that works, you know. For the, the others, it just didn't, it didn't quite jive. But this is the one thing he would do when he was talking. I'd be like, okay, here's the process. He says, I, I'd have an issue I was dealing with. Here's one. Here's a for example. I'll give you a for example. Um, this is Josh therapy, okay? <laughs> My kids were little at the time. Would be, I, would, I would explode in rage. We'd be driving in the road, and they would be screaming and laughing and throwing things, and the back of the, the car would be so loud, and I could feel the back of my neck getting hot, and my ears getting hot, and it would just be like pain searing and anger building, and I'm just, I would just scream at him, you know, and, and so we're sitting, and I'm like, he, so he's like, okay, well, when's the first time you remember feeling like that? And I would, well, you know, and we'd go back, and we'd, um, you know, so the kids, would, after they were born, they wouldn't stop crying, no, earlier than that. You know, and, and, and we went through it. I mean, you know, we started getting all the way back to my early childhood and riding on the school bus. And, you know, they would flick my ears until they bled. You know what I mean? Like, I got bull and it was always loud. And they were throwing stuff. And it was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, makes so much sense. The baby worked. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a little too far. But in the <laughs> conversations of going through and, and unpacking and realizing. So that's honestly what I tell people when they're like, when they're really struggling with something, I'm like, When's the first time you remember feeling that? Okay, now go back further, right? Because you're the first time you remember, then you when you think about it, you always you can go back, you know, and and you just when's the first time you remember feeling that? And then then the next question is, what happened, right? Like what actually happened? Like let's strip down the emotion, let's look at what happened. Now, what's the lie that you believed yeah. about yourself and the world around you? That's a big one. That's the What's the lie? And then, yeah. once you've identified the lie, you've got to identify the truth. Yeah. And then, like, I'm, I'm a big... And then uh, past that, what's the hardest part of past that? Working out of it. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, um, and that's, we talk about strength training, right? Like, you yeah. write down that, like, what I would do is I would write down that truth, and then I would come back to that truth, and I'd say it out loud, and I'd have to drill the truth into my head to overwhelm all of the lies, hmm. you know? And that's what, when I'm talking about toxic, man, that's what I'm talking about, like, we have these behaviors in our life right now, whether it's uh, alcohol, addiction, or whether it's um, just a bad attitude. Like, it comes from somewhere. And maybe it wasn't something that was done to you. Maybe it was something that was done to you. But whatever happened, there's a thought in your mind that is wrong. Your behaviors come from your feelings. Your feelings come from your thoughts. And our brains are like, we'll talk, we'll talk about brains later. <laughs> like, brain chemistry and neuroscience is amazing. The way that our our chemicals 
and electrical signals work through to access memories is we're going to talk about that later. And those of us who have trouble dealing with all of those things, we run and lift and push ourselves really hard, almost like a bleeding me style of uh, torture to ourselves, yeah. which well, where all that kind of ties together. And that uh, when you're pushing yourself through that, you have to take kind of control of yourself, you know, like and, and yeah. almost like a bloodletting style. So that you don't, you so that you don't destroy yourself. You don't want to get destructive with it, but you definitely want to. You're you're trying to build. When, you push yourself to your limit, and then it builds. Well, that anger, you know, like you talked about, that's important to deal with that somehow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not just, you know, it's been lifting and running. But so when I was writing through uh, our kind of uh, scenario there, my little op-ed, it was motivation, what comes behind when you're, when what's going through your mind when you're pushing yourself through that, you know, and that's kind of the journey that you go through, uh, through a workout and uncovering that. It kind of is an akin to itself to uh, how you deal with the emotion of being angry or how you deal with the emotion of being sad or how you deal with the emotion of being, you know, forgotten or lonely or you know and that's where when those kind of things um can end kind of end in almost bloodletting yourself if you're not careful you know you no know, matter what so you have to find a positive outlet for that which is for me where bleeding me came from another um connection between the two of them uh, this is something that happened with me recently uh my buddy fred who i know is watching this he's actually marrying my daughter he's an iron mill and manlyhood alum we'll call him <laughs> I'm the best man at his wedding. Yeah, and I, I'm going to walk my daughter down the aisle and I'm going to go stand behind him because he was daughter. my friend before he was Michaela's boyfriend. I hiked so. your daughter and Fred up a hill and I think he engaged to her. Yeah, he proposed, proposed to her, her up on the hill. Yeah, 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 and they were engaged, yeah. So, but anyway, Fred Fred is like, he comes over to the house and Fred was like 500 pounds. Like, was he was huge. He was bigger than me and he's like, you know, and he's lost all this weight and I've just seen him grow so much and do so many amazing things. And he comes and he's like, Hey, you want to work out? Hey, man, let's go work out. When do you want to work out? And I'm like... Have you been talking to Lou again, Fred? I don't want to work out. <laughs> Fred, did you see Lou again? And, and, but, but that's the thing. Like, there's, like, he's like, well, why not? I'm like, I don't like working out with other people. Yeah. Why not? I don't know, Fred. I don't know. And so it turned into this therapy session that he didn't even know he was doing because I started going back. And I'm like, all these memories of... Like, I mean, I was bullied bad. Like, I had to fight, I'm going to say probably from the halfway through sixth grade through ninth grade, like maybe half the beginning of ninth grade. I had to fight like every day because people would, would you know, push me. I was the big kid. Yeah. And it was like, ah, we got something to prove, you know, and they would have fun getting a rise on me and they would pick on me and pick on me, push me, push me out to fight. And a lot of it was athletes. It was in the locker rooms. It was, you know, they call me a band fag, you know, and I'm like. It's enough. It's enough. You know? Look, while you're naked in the locker room with a bunch of other guys showering, I'm making out with your girlfriend on the band bus. So go ahead. Call me a band fag one more time. You know? But um, but anyway, just for me, it was like, that's just another example of where that toxicity comes in. And it's like, it planted in something in my mind where I don't like to work out with other people. But guess what? If you don't have somebody pushing you and propelling you, you're not going to go past your limits. So... That's one of the things that I'm working through and working on is trying to wrap my brain around, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to grow and I'm going to build and I don't have to be that person. That stuff is in the past. Those people those people that were mean to me, they're my friends now. <laughs> Why am I even so still bothered by it, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, that's don't most of us spend half of our adult life fighting out of that bully scenario? I mean, I was people were like, I don't think people realize that I was bullied too. You know? Everybody was bullied. Punch them over in the mouth. Everybody was bullied. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But uh, dealing with those things are, uh, I mean, the, 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 the havoc that people don't realize that wreaks in their adult life still. 
And uh, people say that's a soft generation, but no, it's not. It's not. It's not us being soft or people no. having a problem. It's literally, it's connecting to the emotional part of yourself. Like that hurt my feelings, bro. I tell my friends it all the time. So to get mad, I'm like, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> I say that to people. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And if it does, I think I'm being funny, but I'm not. I'm like, whenever I say that, if you, I'm, it really hurts my feelings. <laughs> I just say it funny because it's a deflection again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's perfectly fine to have that conversation. Say, so, look, you went too far. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, dude, you can call me fat all you want, but don't say anything about my mama or I'll bust your teeth in. You, know? like, you <laughs> can say that, you know? Well, you can draw your lines and you can tell people that's too far. I don't like that. And, and it works. Yeah. So anyway, that's the stuff we're talking about. Dude, I love, I really love bleeding me and I love uh, these concepts and these things that we're talking about. So guys, make sure that if you're just jumping into this and you haven't been following along, this stuff isn't going anywhere. This content is going to be there. Uh, and so you can always go back and you can check it out. But I want to encourage you, hop on the Manlyhood Man Cave, weigh in with the other guys, talk about this stuff with us, get together with a buddy in real life and talk about this stuff. Um, and, and, you Walk know. Walk together, run together. Exactly. Lift yeah. together. It's simple. You know, do some yeah. arm wrestle. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, do something to, to get that flow going and just connect. You don't have to go through the stuff that you're going through alone. And, you know, Push through. Whatever it is you think is your limits, just push through. Because, I mean, and if you don't like the idea of toxic, you know, uh, being toxic, and you don't think we're talking about here, there's there's a bunch of other uh, issues that we're going over here. It's about doing it together. It's about going through this thing and picking out what you can take to your life, what you can bring into your own uh, soul and your own life and make it better. That's really what we're doing. This is important. When we the, the initial part of Rise Up, we said, you know, what are we doing this for? What are we doing this here for? Josh and Lou, it's because there had men forgot what it's like to to be a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. We forgot what it's like to raise our sons properly or to talk to our dads. You know, and those are important things. That and we forgot what it's like to push through the things that we think yeah. we can't do and yeah. do them. And if you want some motivation, read Bleeding Me. If you want, to, if you were boy as a kid, read Toxic. You know, because that's that's our mentalities on going through real things, which is what we're trying to share here. It's a therapy session for us too. Yeah, written out, shared. We have our all of these great camps we're doing, all of these great community exercises. There's so many ways for you to get involved than just scroll through your Facebook and look at us. What I want you to do is be involved, and I don't care if you're involved with us. Get involved with your school, your kids your family. There's so much information we're putting out there and not because we know better, but because I've done it wrong. I've done mm-hmm. it wrong before. I've done I've done a few things the wrong way and I know how to do these things and I'm telling you right. So get on board, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what, yeah. that's what Rise Up is. Yeah. Iron sharpening iron. Exactly. Sharpen it against each other, man. So, and you know, and if you're not even in the area, you know, we're doing a lot of things in, in our hometown because we're here. You know, if you're not even from here, get together with guys there. You, they're there. They want to be with you. They need you as much as you need them. So just do it. Make it happen. Rise up, man. Rise up. Rise up.